this morning before I give a guided meditation on emotions, I would like to spend some five minutes to explain you what emotions are in case you haven't experienced them. Emotions, I looked at uh, that word emotion it, uh, and I found out from the internet it comes from a, a French word which is called emouvoir, which means to, to stir up. I'm sure you are familiar with this now. To stir up, it really churns up things, you know. And uh, in our tradition, Buddhist tradition, uh, we actually make a distinction between feelings and emotions. It's not the same. Usually in English, we bunch it all together and uh, we just use it interchangeably, but actually it's different in Buddhism. Feeling is part of Vedana, and uh, in terms of the five aggregates, and then emotions part of the mental formations. There are some distinctions that also I found out that uh, might be very helpful. Is that feelings are more organized, like pleasant feeling, unpleasant feeling, neutral feelings. In fact, in the scriptures we found even 108 feelings. So they are organized, well organized. Emotions are disorganized, as you know. One, at one moment you feel fear and anxiety and just keep on going on. Another distinction is that the emotions are acute. That means they have a short arousal phase or period. Feelings uh, have a long, long arousal period, right? kind of a duty actually. <laughs> so really, uh, you can make that distinction clearly also. And also in terms of practice, actually, uh, feelings belong to like Vedana Nupasana. You, you contemplate the feelings, uh, being aware of the feelings, pleasant and unpleasant. Uh, with the emotions, is part of citta nupasana, which is the contemplating of mind states. Examples of uh, emotions are sadness, anxiety, uh, aversion. Um, for po positive emotions can be calmness, joy, and delight. So it's very helpful actually to distinguish them from feelings. The way we practice with emotion, it's the same way actually we practice with hindrance. The only difference is that we expand our uh, awareness to include our emotion life. So the Joseph's wonderful talk yesterday might be very helpful if you remember the techniques he gave. I'm going to recap some of them. Recognition, its presence and its absence. Proper attitude not pushing them away, not indulging in them, and not ignoring them, but trying to understand them. Investigation, bringing a sense of investigation. Is it rising? Is it passing away? Is it staying the same? And also see how it's really felt, I mean, experienced in the body. When emotion arises, there's some 
it brings something in the body. So the body is biofeedback. When you have fear, there's a lot of tension and tightness and all these things. So to help you remember, there's something always I use regarding experiencing emotion in the body. I say the real issues and the tissues. <laughs> so if you're looking for where the real issues are, try to come to the body. The fourth method which is very effective for emotions is depersonalizing the emotions because they really cover a big chunk of our life. So the best way to deal with emotions is to depersonalize them. Like anger is not I. Anger is not mine. Anger is not myself. So remember, whenever you have emotion, you just process it and just say not IMS. Though you are at IMS, just remember you are not IMS. <laughs> so let us start. The, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. So in case you are not feeling emotion, please don't create them. Just, <laughs> just stay tuned. Okay. Sit comfortably, feel at ease. Letting go of the past and the future. Settling back in the present moment. Letting go of any tension in the shoulders, jaws, whatever you feel the tension. Please let it go. See if you can uh, check any emotion background as you sit here. Is there fear? Is there aversion? Is there sadness? What about joy or being here or delight? Some of you have reported in an interview that you're really having joy and delight of being here. Like you, I share the same joy of being here. It's a wonderful moment, and that's really, we can say, it's a positive emotion. So if you can be aware, see if you can be aware of its presence. Sometimes it's very helpful to use a mental note, let's say joy. Maybe fear. So it's noting and observing, actually. It's not just making a series of mental notes and thread them together. It's actually noting and become aware of what happens when I not fear. What happens to that fear or joy?
Maybe there's sadness. And again, we bring the same mindfulness, that quality of mindfulness, of seeing what's present in the present moment. See if you can check your attitude. Is it a proper attitude? Are you trying to push away fear? Or are you trying to indulge in joy? Or are you ignoring it? Because sometimes people tend to ignore. Yes, I got the instruction to count the breath. So we ignore even emotion that we are showing up. Yet, we need the same quality of mindfulness to observe the breath and to observe the emotions. No more, no less. So then the proper attitude should be that of understanding. In this kind of meditation, we try to be aware that we are developing mindfulness to the extent necessary for bare awareness and continuity of mindfulness. So, in this case, there is a mind state in the mind. So, we allow the mind to be like a sky, vast sky, and emotion to be like clouds. So we give it a big container. It's just clouds passing through the sky. Actually, that's what happens. It's the mind associated with aversion. It's like clouds associated with the sky. The clouds are not sticking to the sky. So the emotions, fear, aversion, are not sticking to the mind. They're just rising and passing away from moment to moment when the conditions are favorable. So just remember the instruction, there is a body. Now there is a mind. That's what happens when you have a mind. Many things are there. Emotions, thoughts, many things are just coming and going. Now see if you can bring a sense of investigation. Is the fear rising? Is it passing away? Is it, is it staying the same? And this is a quiet investigation. Not for the sake of investigation, but to be aware, to bear awareness and continuity of mindfulness. 
and for understanding our emotion life. Also investigate in terms of its impersonal nature. It's just a process, it's just mind state after the other. No need to personalize it. There's anger or fear, it comes due to causes and conditions. For anger, the conditions might be paying anyone's attention to the theme of irritation. So each hindrance, like Joseph talked about, has the same way of practice, like emotions. Emotion can hinder our progress also. We can't see clearly, we can't gain concentration. We sometimes get stuck. But through investigation, we can process these emotions and be wiser and gain wisdom, insights, and continue to mindfulness. How does a particular emotion affect your body? If there's desire, sometimes you feel that leaning forward. When there's anger, there's pulling back. We try to push out what we don't want. Sometimes there might be tightness in the body. As I said, the body's biofeedback, it tells us what's going on in the mind. cases we have to see the rising and passing away aspect of the emotion of what's happening in the body. If it's tension due to fear, is it rising, is it passing away? These signs help us so that next time when an emotion comes, we're aware, we have a strong understanding and perception. In modern time, times, they, they call this emotional intelligence.
knowing and understanding, perceiving clearly the emotions. Through this kind of investigation, it will be very clear that emotions is not I. Of course, you are sitting here experiencing them, but there is no I behind it. Experiencing without experiencer. It's just experiencing a particular emotion. Anger is also not mine. You don't own it and you don't have to. It's not your personal property. It's actually, it's actually another rising emotion. And owning it can be a cause for suffering. Why not try the other way? Anger is not mine. Also, anger is not myself. There is no self behind it these emotions is just rising due to cause and condition and those conditions also changing all the time i is a defilement which is called conceit and mine is a defilement which is called craving and myself is wrong views. So we don't want to cultivate conceit, craving, and wrong views about our experience. That's the very things that we need to get rid of in our practice. And they shouldn't be superficial, you know. Okay, anger's not I, anger's not mine, anger's not myself. No, it should be a product of your investigation, really tuning in into the insights of impermanence and conditionality should bring you to the understanding that this is just a process. In short, let go. Do not cling to any emotion or whatsoever that's arising in a mind and body process.
have a question here. Dear Bante, tomorrow we do vows. Please clarify. Can we have tea afternoon meal? Yes. That's the answer. <laughs> if so, is soy milk uh, is soy milk and honey okay to add? No soy milk. Honey is okay in in, in tea, but no no soy milk or milk. Is there a limit to how much juice we can have? Yes, until your stomach is full. <laughs> Actually, some of your interesting have <laughs> your questions are very interesting, but you have to be very careful, of course, uh, for uh, other people, so uh, because we have to moderate. So please don't make this juice compensate for your meal. That's not the idea. The whole idea is moderation. Just a tip for those who are interested in eight precepts. When you are drinking something, take your time. Don't drink like this. In Uganda, we said drinking as if rain is coming. In Uganda, usually people used to be drinking open air. And then when rain is coming, they would do it very fast before it rains. So you don't want to do that here when you're drinking your juice. As you take your juice like this, take time to chew. As if you're really actually eating food. And then swallow. You, first, you get a lot of energy. Two, you'll be uh, simulating other people are eating solid food. Which is good. <laughs> actually, you really uh, uh, you take advantage of digestion because actually most of the digestion takes place here. Yes, so and you feel full actually. I've been doing this for the last thirteen years, and I'm in good shape. I don't miss a meal actually. I don't miss it. So it's a good practice. Now we are going to take uh, eight precepts. <clears throat>